welcome to a uh, brand new episode of The Bulls in the Ring. Uh, and uh, it is uh, it is humid as hell. Tom, you're getting bitten up. You said Tom's wearing a, a windbreaker in uh, 90 degree heat. Yeah, I'm wearing, they're technically my, uh, my like winter windbreakers, so they're like insulated. We so, really couldn't be wearing more opposite shit. <laughs> you're wearing a hoodie. <laughs> I'm wearing a tank top. It's like polar opposites. In my defense, by my house there is a uh, there's a like a, a little ditch, a little stream, and the mosquitoes like to congregate down there. And since it's been so wet lately, mm. like the whole field that's to the to the side of my house is just like sopping wet. There's like ground water and everything. Yeah. So the mosquitoes have been out like crazy. Mm. And I went out to uh, put. I put uh, chlorine in the pool. You're supposed to do it at night, supposedly, we read. Because mm-hmm. it doesn't, like, uh, I guess the sun doesn't make it dissipate. And within, I would say I was out there three minutes, and I got bit six times. Really? So, my, my, my defense now is that I have to wear friggin' an Eskimo suit out here. But if not, then I get tore up. So, the, the lesser of two evils is sweating my dick off. Oof. Sexy. Yes. Speaking of dicks, Joe. <laughs> yes. When say if you're wearing like uh, you're not wearing jeans, something with a zipper, you know, just uh, like basketball shorts. Mm-hmm. When you go to the bathroom, do you take the entire junk out, or do you just take out the shaft? Everything. Yeah, you take balls and all. Because I come to find. That if you are, if they're constricted, not everything will come out. And then when you put the peen back in the house, it goes all over the floor. Yes. That's how I've come to, because I've tried a couple times where I've been too lazy, and I like to experiment peeing, like ways to do it quicker. Though I did, you know, not, not anymore. And uh, it, it never ended well. So uh, you just you gotta take everything out of there. That, that's what I say. And what I also notice is if you constrict the uh, like, what would be the spot between like between your balls and your asshole is the taint. Right. What would be the spot between your your shaft and your balls? Like, does, does that have a name? The paint. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but if it is your paint. We, we just, we just, I'm, uh, I'm copywriting that. To, the paint. We gotta get that in the uh, the dictionary now. The urban dictionary. Because they're putting any word in there. Yeah. Yeah. I notice if you do that and you're like, because uh, in the winter when I'm working, uh, I usually wear like Under Armour long john type things, and they're very, they're tight, they're skin tight. And I notice if I don't like kind of pull them down enough, and it's between the the shaft and the balls like it restricts the flow as well mm-hmm. so you don't get as you don't get as good of a flow no not at all not at all it's so yeah cause like you gotta think like uh, your underwear like I, like I wear um, all you uh, all you don't, don't get hot and bothered by it when I say this but I wear I wear boxer briefs with the elastic waistband and that will constrict the paint yes so and not everything is is would flow up. It's almost like a hose. Like if you squeeze the hose, you'll get some water out, but not all the water's gonna come out. You let go of the hose. Whoosh. That good analogy. You know what's weird? 
What? You're as a man, your underwear is like a uh, it's like on a bookend, if you will. You have when you're a little kid, you always wear tidy whiteies, right? Or underoos, whatever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. Joe, right there. We'll get to this in a second. We'll get to this in a second. You saw it on my end or your end? You wear both. Oh. It's on both. Oh, shit. Yes, so, it oh, is. There we go again. Okay. So here we go. Hold on. Oh, fuck. <laughs> it's here. <laughs> okay. Uh, so when you're, when you're a little kid, you wear underoos or tidy whiteies. And then as you become like a teenager, you start wearing boxers. And then as you get like, I'd say into your 20s, mid-20s, up to, I would say maybe your retirement age, whatever that could possibly be, if not, not for me, just so everyone knows. But then you go back to tidy whiteies. Your underwear is like a, uh, is like a uh, bookend. Mm-hmm. That, that's what I think I've come to notice. I don't see too many like uh, 90-year-olds wearing boxers. They seem to wear the, I think it's just because the, the balls need to be, they're down to the knees. They need to be wrangled up. Yes. Oh yeah. I think as a, as a child, you're not you're not uh, I guess smart enough to wear anything that's dangly. Right. I've hmm. noticed that. Um. <laughs> I don't. Just, this might have to be a short episode. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Because it's uh, uh, me and Joe were talking about before this, and what we're kind of uh, having an inside joke about now is uh, we have now figured out that me and Joe sit back to back when we are doing the podcast. Mm-hmm. I sit facing a northwestern uh, direction, and Joe sits in a southeastern direction. Uh, with that, we've we've had a, I had a thunderstorm earlier, and I think it is coming towards Joe as we speak. How long did it, it is, if you heard it, and there was a crack of lightning and thunder, how long did it last for you? It lasted maybe 10 minutes. It yeah, was quick. But this one, I'm looking at the weather now, and it says uh, ending around 945. Right now it's 912. Mm-hmm. So if we have to pause it for like 20 minutes, we might have to. Because I'm looking, it says possible risk of severe weather, wind and hail are possible. I don't know if I really want to be out here getting, getting pelted. So, yes. Well, there was no hail by us. All right, good. But what I found is, I'm looking with my glasses. I can see technically the way we're doing it. I can see a little picture of me on the screen, and then I see the big picture of Joe. In the little picture of me, I see the lightning behind me, and then I see the lightning behind Joe. So we are within the same cloud area of each other, I guess you could say. So you're even though we are probably about thirty miles apart. So you can see, there's a lightning. So you can kind of see what's happening with me. Yes. Oh boy, that's uh, it's almost romantic. When, do you do you have the little screen of me up? I know it's all you see is like the. A I, little see, bit right I see. There. The <laughs> I yes, see the you pool. Yes, you see my pool. Yeah. But if you look at that when there's lightning, you'll see it there, and then you'll see it behind you. I'm gonna try and look. It's hard to because when I hear pay, thunder, I automatically paying look. attention to it. It'll come. Right. But. So if we have to pause in the middle of this, uh, we'll we'll try and be back as soon as possible. Well, not live, so I don't know why I'm saying that. <laughs> but uh, uh, I guess we should jump into the episode. Yeah. So the, well, the one thing I really really wanted to talk about because t- to me this is something 
I, I would never thought I'd see in my lifetime. Uh, and I hoped I never saw it in my lifetime. Yeah, so yesterday, Wednesday, well, yeah, Wednesday, this past Wednesday, um, Congress, there was uh, three former, this is from NBC News. I'm going to read off of here because I, I don't, it, it, it would, it, it uh, I'll, I'll just talk all over the place and it won't make sense, but if I read off here, it'll make a little more sense. So three former military officials told Congress Wednesday that they believe the government knows much more about UFOs than it is telling the public. Now, for all you out there and you too, Tom, they really have been a little, things have been with UFOs have been a little more open within the last couple of years where they're really starting to admit that like, hey, we're seeing shit that like we can't explain and after years and years of people uh, talking about this, they're finally kind of coming clean about it. So, the House Oversight Subcommittee held a hearing on UFOs, officially known as Unidentified Aerial Phenomena, or UAPs, and heard mystifying testimony about unexplained object sightings and government possession of non-human biological matter. Again, this is all from NBC News. Um... Let me just kind of skip ahead. Uh, the government, uh, David Grush, I think I'm saying that right, a former U.S. intelligence official, told the panel that he is absolutely certain that the federal government is in possession of UAPs, citing interviews he said he conducted with 40 witnesses over a 40 year period. Uh, I'm just going to kind of jump ahead. So they asked, does that mean that there is money in the budget that is set to go to a program, but it doesn't, and it does go, and it goes to somewhere else, was asked by um, Representative uh, Jared uh, Moskowitz. Um, Grush says, yes, I have specific knowledge of that, though he did not provide more details, claimed the information remains classified. Then Grush, who underscored that he has not personally spotted the UAP, told the panel that he knows of multiple colleagues who were injured by UAPs. He also said he has interviewed individuals individuals who have recovered non-human biologics from crash UAPs. Grush said he prefers to use the term non-human rather than alien or extraterrestrial. So that's really fucking bizarre. Um, when he was asked by... Hold on one second, because this, okay, okay. this, this next part kind of freaked me out. When he was asked by Repub uh, Representative Eric... Burleson to subst substantiate the crash UAP's claim, the former intelli intelligence official said he could not divulge specific details, once again claiming the information was too sensitive to share with the public. He did, however, describe the nature of what he saw. Quote, I have to be very careful here, but what I personally witnessed, myself and my wife, was very disturbing. What the fuck does that mean? I, I'm dying to know what that means. Like, this... Is that what we're going to say? Alright. Well, one, with, with your, just your comment. What is his wife? Is she official? Is she military? I don't think they went That's into where, that. Because if say she's just a civilian, they're not letting her into some secure facility where if they are housing an extraterrestrial, if you will, they ain't going to let her in there. Right. One. Two, they say it's not it's biological non human. But that could be a virus. That could be True. essentially anything. Well, the the way they they kind of um 
they I watched that part of the, of the uh, not the hearing around it. No, basically what was asked was in in layman terms, what was piloting these UAPs? And he said um, he said something, and he kind of like danced around it, and then the the. Some woman was asking, she goes, would, would you say they were human or non-human? And he goes, non-human. But that could also be a drone. Could be. It could be, you're right, you're absolutely right. It, 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 it yeah. very well could be. But, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, like, why do you say it's disturbing? Only because, say if it's, it is a... Now, I'm, I'm going to play... Well, I want it to be. Because <laughs> I'm not a fan of. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could be, say, China set up this drone and it has something that is maybe like a biological weapon, um, something that could be unidentified, if you will. They can't specifically say what it is. Mm-hmm. I, I hope it isn't. I don't need this in my life. I don't need to worry about this. I don't need to not go out out after dark because if I ever saw anything I'm telling you I would make Jesse Owens look like a fucking sloth I would set world records running I don't like the idea of this I probably one of my biggest fears is that because I just my thing is I don't know what they could do and I don't want to be a test subject for what they can do um so to keep going uh, David Fravor, a former Navy commander, said he and three fellow military pilots spotted a white tic-tac-shaped object in 2004 hovering below their jets and just above the Pacific Ocean. As he descended to inspect the sighting, he claimed the unidentified aircraft, which he said bore no visible rotors, wings, or exhaust, began to ascend and approach his fighter jet. He claimed that the UAP then vanished only to reappear a few seconds later, but this time it was spotted 60 miles away. Fravor told the committee that the technology he and his team encountered defies logical explanation. Quote, the technology that we face is far superior to anything that we had, Fravor claimed, and there's nothing we could do about it. Nothing. And I don't know if it was him or another guy, but when he was asked about it, they said that the U.S. government, the military, whatever, have no aircraft in the at all anywhere that could stop in midair and change direction like you know like go like this and this back you know what I mean is I'm not maybe I'm not hoping to and fro yeah just like stop it and all of a sudden just go the other way there's nothing that that they have that can do that it's very it's very interesting they've they've uh, I don't know what's going to become of this um there was so much more. The whole thing was like two hours and two and a half hours, I think. So it's on YouTube if you want to check it out. I really highly recommend it. It's, I wouldn't say it's boring at all. It's, I think it's very interesting. I didn't get a chance to watch the whole thing. I watched maybe like a half hour. And I saw a bunch of clips online and stuff. And that's kind of how I uh, got the gist of all this stuff. Um, but it's... Uh, it's I think this is just the uh, the tip of the iceberg, so to say, because this is going to be... Who knows what else is going to be revealed next, you know? I mean, I hate... Like, again, I don't want to sound like a conspiracy theorist, but 
but I find it very weird that for all the technology we have, and here, no, this is the difference. Oh, I bet you go somewhere else with this. Okay, never mind. No, 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 no. Take it away from the White House. Think about it. The sun is the sun is what heats our planet to what it ha- where we are livable. Right now, in our solar system, our solar system. Mm-hmm. Nothing can grow on. Nothing could essentially live, if you will, on another planet. Granted, they may have um, different oh. developments where they could live in colder conditions, hotter conditions, whatever the case may be. But if there's nothing in our solar system going to Pluto and beyond that we know of, that we have satellite imaging, whatever the case may be, unless there is a far off another solar system, like millions and billions and trillions of light years away, that would have another sun, if you will, that could sustain organic life mm-hmm. I find it very hard to believe that they would f- come all this way millions of light years to just come and check us out so anything well I, well, mean, I hate to say this not for nothing but think of like us going into the ocean and look, look what happened with the, the, um, the people of the Titanic you know they went down. There's nothing really. I mean, what are they going to yeah. see? A fucking sunken boat? They can't go in there, but it's worth checking out. I, and but here's the thing: like, you can't really go by that necessarily because on Mars they found life. Suppose uh, what they say it's, it's they're like they're like organisms. What they found yes. on there, they found some like organisms. They're probably like microscopic, um, but they found some stuff. And who's to say they're from another planet? Do you have you ever heard the uh, the Area Fifty One call from coast to coast back no. from? Okay. No, I. Do you think I'm going to listen to that? Well, I know you used to for the next fucking decade. So basically, I think it was confirmed to be a hoax. But this guy, so what happened was this was like the late '90s, I think like '97, '98. Guy calls in to uh, what was his name? Bert. Uh, Art Bell. Art Bell. Called in, said uh, he's out of breath, sounded like I got to make this quick because they're going to triangulate on my position. Uh, and the uh, the, uh, the U.S. Air Force is hiding uh, UFOs in Area 51. I used to work there. Um, and he called, uh, he said that we've opened up a, a, like a interdimensional... Not portal. He said something else, and uh, we let we let we let them through. And about forty seconds into the call, whole station goes offline. They come back like a couple minutes later, and Art Bell says, "You know, in all the years I've been doing this, this has never happened." Um, and I th- I think someone ca- he, he, this guy, uh, if it was him at all, called back and kind of confirmed it to be like oh it was me I was just fucking around but there's been kind of some theories that it wasn't really this guy or just some guy pretending to be him um, but back to what I was saying is there's been a lot of theories that the, the aliens are us thousands and thousands of years in the future 
and that's where my conspiracy theory would be. And what's that? Look at now. Look at technology. It, think about it. Three hundred years ago, we were living in wood wooden houses, no electricity, no plumbing, none of that. In the past, what 150 years? Think of how technology has gone. Mm-hmm. 150 years ago, there was nothing in Manhattan. There was Indians. Right. You know what I mean? Or say 200, 300 years ago, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, whatever the you know when they really started populating and it grew. It, we went in a 10-year period from you know single-level houses to skyscrapers. So if anything, I would more so believe that it's almost, if you will, I, I hate to say it this way and make me sound crazy, but like a time travel type of thing. Yeah. Where as opposed to being life from another planet. It, it could be. <clears throat> it could you be. Know, technology, technology is always advancing. I would almost, if I had to put my finger on it, I would say it'd be more, that would be more plausible than someone from millions of light years away. Right. Because again, think about it. We have technology that we can go and, and look at far off things. What mm-hmm. kind of technology would they have to be able to hone in that we are here? Granted, they would be. They'd have to be more advanced than us. It, it just to me, it seems more. And again, what's your point of coming here? Like, wouldn't you come here and? It's it's no announce yourself if you have that if you have that good of technology that you can fly millions of light years away wouldn't you want to make your presence known wouldn't you want to whether it be good maybe you know maybe not or good intentions well you also don't want to i mean they might have a sense of like uh you know about betty and barney hill i know benny hill benny no so betty and barney hill were I don't know if they were the first, but they were the, definitely the Weren't first. They, they were an interracial couple, right? Interracial couple from the in, like, in the sixties. Yeah, they were in the, they were coming home from Canada. They're on a yeah. off off road somewhere, middle of the night, and supposedly they uh, they saw a UFO, and the UFO stopped the car and abducted them, and uh, put them back in the car, and, and off they went, and. Um, they were kind of like the first ones to really sort of uh, talk about this. Whether it's happened before them, I don't. There's never. There's not. There's not, not been any um, reports of anything happening before that. But who's who's to say that it hasn't? But uh, anyway, so one of the things she said is in under hypnosis was that she wanted to take something back to prove that this happened, and. One of the beings was gonna let her take like some kind of book, but then as she was about to leave the UFO, he took it back and and he's he said to her, he's like, they don't want me to let you have this um, because they're they people fear what they don't know. Um, could be that could be bullshit. I, I mean, who knows? This is again all allegedly. So they're. If they have these vehicles, I mean, who, again, I don't know where they come from, but they might have this this uh, th- thinking of I, we don't want them to know about it because th- this could end up in a, to be like catastrophic. 
It could question religion. It could question military. It could question government. Any, anything. Um, and they don't want to uh, pretty much destroy the ecosystem. Or uh, not maybe not the ecosystem, but uh, just the way of life, I guess. It's all so complicated, and you could really branch it out into so many different areas. Um, but my uh, my theory is is that like who's to say we're the only ones? Well, how come on only one planet, right, are there living things? Why and. We're only one universe. Who's to say there's not another universe out there? Right? Yeah. You can't... No one can say because we've never, we've never traveled far. We really haven't. I mean, if you really think about Mars, we is the only planet we've really kind of really sort of went to. Not that it hasn't been like a satellite. So it's... It's, it's just interesting because... You could say, I mean, you could have your theories like you just did, but like, who, who, who are we to know? Say someone comes from Jupiter and goes to Antarctica. Oh, there's no life here on this planet, so I guess they're just animals, or whatever's in Antarctica. So nothing here. Let's just leave. I mean, we've only kind of scratched the surface with other planets. You don't know what's on, you don't know what's living down there. It, it's no, really yeah. I, it's it's I, a I lot. There to be like Jawas and Wookies and Ewoks roaming around where you know they they seem nice. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see little green men that are sticking shit up my ass. Yeah, I'm hoping Luke Skywalker can come and save us. I don't want you know. Well, listen. If that exists, if that if that kind of world uh, universe existed, then I'm ready. <laughs> Take me. Yes. I would not be a Jedi though. I. I I think I don't have the uh, the testicular fortitude to be a Jedi. I, I have too much anger and fear inside me. They would, you can go to the dark side. They would. They would. I would be like a uh, an Anakin. They'd want to bring me in, and Yoda would be like, "Oh no, these, there's too much fear in this one. We can't." No, but my thing on this is, and again, I avoid this this realm of uh, rabbit holes and and going into diving into the internet on it but do other countries have an area 51 as well it seems like and again where we only talk about aliens it only seems to be in the united states why is there not big stories out of other countries and again oh there is there could be there 100 percent could be i don't know when it's on tv i click it off there was I, a i have i've dude i watched so much aliens, i would rather stare at the fucking grass growing than watch ancient aliens or shit like that there was a like yeah there was a school and i think uh somewhere in europe i want to say england but i could probably i'm probably wrong it was in somewhere in europe and a bunch of school children saw what looked like a spacecraft and a being outside of the spacecraft. They got all these kids. They they kind of interviewed them separately and they said, "Draw what this pers- this being looked like." They all drew almost the exact same thing, like to a T. And kids don't lie. No. You know, especially with something like that, they might exaggerate shit, but to have each one of them separately draw the same thing that's that's bizarre to me that's so so interesting and 
and again, like, there's other shit. Like, I mean, look at the... Uh, no one knows how um, Stonehenge. No one knows about how Stonehenge really kind of came to be. Uh, the the pyramids. There's been questions about that, like because they didn't have technology to lift those. It was all man man made stuff. But like, how how did they get that knowledge to do that? You know what I mean? So it really is all over. I think. I don't know if there's another Area 51 out there. I have I've never heard of anything of of that nature. But just because we don't know, that doesn't mean there isn't. And now here's another th- thought on this: they have technology. Say they're well advanced in us. They know they they are way ahead of us in everything. And it seems like they've been here for a while. I.e., Stonehenge, the pyramids, all that. So they've been they've been coming here for a while. We are a conflicted world. We've had two world wars. We've had an atomic bomb drop. We've had the Crusades. We've had plagues. We've had all this stuff that could essentially end this world. Right. If they are opportunists, why wouldn't they hit us at our weakest? Or why wouldn't they come here and say, hey, you need to stop this. This is not good on the on the benevolent side of it. Why inter- that's what I find why interfere though because if they look at whether they want to conquer us or whether they want to make peace with us why would they want devastation happening because it's, or do you just don't think they care and I if think, they don't care why are they coming well you're not supposed well, think about like wildlife um yeah, but as humans, we fuck with wildlife all the time. Yeah, because we're, we we're fucking monsters. Species. Yeah, but we're monsters. We're the deadliest mammal on the planet. Humans. Absolutely. Because we're assholes. That's why we interfere. Because yes. we're fucking assholes. But not every... I mean, if... Uh, you know, they say when a koala falls out of a tree, you're not supposed to put the koala back up in the tree. You're supposed to let the koala find its way back up the tree itself. Mm-hmm. We're not supposed to interfere. That's but like, then like, why do why, why do, do then dogs dogs protect children? <laughs> because they're protecting their they're protecting their family. Yes. Why wouldn't this? If they look at this <laughs> planet as a resource, we're not their family. They, they either look at it as a resource for taking over, or they look at us as a resource for um, peace. Why would they not interfere then? On a non-human aspect of it. Why? A dog protecting a a child. Let me ask you this. You hear, you're you're walking in the city, you hear a gunshot. You go toward the gunshot or do you run away? Well, my profession, I guess. All right, I'm asking the wrong guy. I'm running. I'm not going toward the fucking gunshot. Okay? It's just, because you don't. Like, you just... Mind your own business. But now, say say you, ha- knowing, say you're more advanced, i.e. they're more advanced, you have the Iron Man suit, would you go towards the gunfire then? If I was a superhero? <laughs> well, I'm not saying a I superhero, guess so, but, but I'm a superhero. Advanced, obviously, you have more advanced technology that you're able to fly from another universe here. Okay, here's, here's, here's my question back to you. Who's to say they haven't? Uh, true. True. Uh, I mean, think again, about. I mean, think. I mean, okay, fine. Like, 
shit happened. Uh, the uh, the A bomb and uh, uh, 9/11 and stuff like that. Okay, it's catastrophic. But what if there was something else that happened that was supposed to happen, and it was stopped? We don't know. Oh no! See, like the plague. They never made a cure for the plague. Mm-hmm. It was 500 years ago, or you know, 700 years ago. There was no advanced technology or uh, medicine to stop it. Maybe they did then. Again, that, these are questions for these are questions for the listeners to ponder. We'll or, never, we'll never, brains. we'll never know that. No. If the if this is a real thing, then. We'll never, we'll probably never get those answers. Our kids will probably never get those answers. Maybe a thousand years from now, that that kind of stuff will come out, you know. But we'll never know. I don't think we'll ever make contact in our lifetime. If I there agree, is, we don't. Uh, I think it was Stephen Hawking that said, um, "Oh, he said something." Uh, man, this is gonna. I, I'm not gonna get hey, it right. Something. What happened? He, ty- he typed something. <laughs> he typed it, yes. Uh, he said uh, something like, oh, man, us, I'm going to butcher this, so I'm just going to kind of say how I thought it was. It was something along the lines of us making contact would be um, would uh, would be uh, catastrophic. It, it would be, it was like something. Effect? Yeah, it was something like that. Like, it would be like, the worst thing we could do. And maybe they know that. Maybe they're maybe they're dipping their toe in the water. That's what I said before. Maybe they are. I mean, and maybe years from now they'll make themselves known. It's just, uh, but until then, we have to uh, wait for these uh, these people to kind of come out and say, like, hey, yeah, this is this shit's real. When Roswell crashed, we pulled three bodies or however many bodies out of the crash, and they most definitely were not of this earth, and. Uh, we kept it hidden because if we told everybody, I mean, can you imagine if, if UFO crashes t- tomorrow, and then all of a sudden they say, "Yeah, we pulled uh, four bodies out. One was still alive, and uh, it's non-human." What do you think would happen? Oh, I. You'd panic. I, it would be uh, it would be complete chaos. Pause one second. I saw lightning in the background. There you go. <laughs> but um. Yeah, exactly. People would freak the fuck out. I would freak yeah. out. And I would probably never sleep again. No, no. <laughs> you know? I, I'd probably be dead within a week from just fucking pure anxiety. Exactly. So that's probably why I, the government keeps everything so hush-hush, and maybe it's for the better. I mean, I... I again, I like to go on the basis of that these are humanoids from the future maybe we will evolve into that think about it we were originally what uh, 50,000 years ago we were chimpanzees you know what I mean we've evolved a lot longer maybe than that, that will eventually yeah. be the the evolution of us probably that that's that's a theory that I would rather go with that and at least we know that they're us mm-hmm. and hopefully they wouldn't want to destroy us because if they destroy us it's kind of like the Terminator I never understood the Terminator. I never understood time travel because, to me, to me, time travel would end up making a, a loop that would never end. Mm-hmm. I think, like, once you go back in time, time stops. 
Or, well, it doesn't. It's, it's, well, that's what they say. If you ever go back in time, you don't talk to anybody. You don't fuck with anything. Like, you gotta keep it, like, as straight as possible. Basically, just look and, like, don't interact with anything. Because the simplest thing, the butterfly effect, it's, it's a straight line times a straight line. It's, I'm, I'm, I feel like a Marvel movie right now. <laughs> it's a straight line. The second you fuck with something, it splits. And yes. uh, it's just everything gets fucked up. But if you can go back in time, shift a little bit, would you stop something? No. Like, if you could stop 9-11, would you stop it? Morally, yes. Mentally, no. Morally, I would want to save people, obviously. That's, you know, kind of what I've done with my, you know, I'm always looking for to help people, if you will, with my job and shit like that. But in the back of my mind, I know, again, the butterfly effect. That would that would really put a stop to it. Because think about it. If you didn't, say you killed Hitler mm-hmm. as a baby. You, you know, you, you were in uh, Mama Hitler's house and or outside of her house, and you saw a little baby Hitler there with his little baby mustache, <laughs> and you snuffed him out. Yes, you could stop something, but then what would that cause? That would probably, I would cause, I mean, you got to think of the shit that wouldn't have happened. No A-bomb, right? Yeah. No A-bomb, there'd be no Godzilla movies, and... That's one empty hole in my heart. So that doing that would affect me. Twenty thousand Jews, no problem for Joe because he doesn't have Godzilla. No, that's not what I'm. That's not what I was saying. I'm just, I'm just trying to be funny. But uh, uh, and think about like, say like you want to stop nine eleven. Then now you're under scrutiny. How do you know about this? Oh, I'm a time travel. They won't believe you. Then now all of a sudden you're in federal prison. You'd have to write an anonymous note, and then they probably wouldn't believe that. So you'd be in a you'd be in an insane asylum. Probably, and then you're stuck in the past in the same asylum. Yes. Because you can't like well, I'm I can't tell you how I'm from the future, but just believe me. Oh, okay. All right. Crazy. Boof. Yeah, because even if you had, say you had a newspaper from 9-12, mm-hmm. and you brought it back a day before, the pages would never exist. They would just be, to me, they would be blank. Right. Like, again, that, I, I mean, I love the Terminator movies, but again, to me, I can't see how that could be a possible thing. Well, it's... <laughs> We just talked last week that it's it's becoming more possible as the years go on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All this AI stuff. And hey, maybe that's maybe that's what it is right now. Maybe AI is making this. Could be, man. It's it's like you said before. Like AI didn't exist ten years ago. Now all of a sudden, actors are on strike because they're afraid that these movie studios are going to just steal their likenesses and use a computer to make them. 
it's really no, absolutely. It, it is. I mean, so who's to say? But this, I mean, it's funny because when I was when we were growing up, I always thought by now there'd be flying cars. And that's what I think a lot of people thought. Like, oh, because you see the Jetsons. Jetsons was like a hundred years in the future, or hundred fifty years in the future, and they're all living up in fucking space, pretty much. I thought, like, oh, that's, that's the future. Like, I can't wait for the future. I don't know. How to... Meanwhile, it's really no different in terms of vehicles. It's no different from fifty years ago. Yeah, electric vehicles. Well, now, yeah, now we got electric vehicles. They, you know, they had shit like that back then. It was mm-hmm. again to me. I think a lot of it is the government. The government is controlling what is being produced, what is being done. I mean, they, think about it. 50 years ago, they had uh, vehicles that were running on, you know, vegetable oil, but they refused to have it come out. You know, that you, you hear about this one car, I, I can't remember when it was, it might have been like the 1930s or something, that it got like 100 miles for, you know, a fuel, mm. and it wasn't a, you know, a petrol fuel. Yes, I remember so, that. Yeah. Well, I, I remember hearing about that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, I just, I don't want to think about it. And okay. to me, a big thing too is with technology that we have. Tom? How, how is nothing? <laughs> the, the aliens are breaking up your signal, Tom. <laughs> Let me say that. I'm looking over my shoulder every three seconds now. <laughs> they ain't coming for you or me. Uh, but with technology that we have today like say a government that hates us or like North Korea what does North Korea have to lose they live in their own little bubble Mm -hmm. why wouldn't they want to cause panic why wouldn't they say hey yeah you know what we have a we have a a satellite or a a missile defense system that picked up this why wouldn't they it, it just seems weird that every country how many countries are there in the world 500 countries, 300 countries, whatever, however many countries, small, big, whatever, are not saying something about this. Because not, not, because not all those countries have our technology. You think North Korea has our technology? They're living in the dark over there. Maybe, maybe, I don't even think Japan, we're the only country that really has a military like we do. And it, really, what what other country you could think of has our military that could rival us? I think maybe not rival us, but on par with us to some extent. It's probably like you know Germany, England, France, Australia. Mm. The, you know, Australia is a bunch. Australia is a bunch of like hippies. <laughs> they ain't gonna do shit. Maybe maybe Russia. But, then, the, but Russia doesn't have our technology either. No. I mean, no, yeah. Think about. Th- I mean, think about it. Like, ha- think about how many countries out there have video games. Yeah. Us, Europe, Japan, or maybe Australia. But like, you think the Middle East doesn't have that? I don't think Russia has yeah. that. Maybe they. Or maybe they do. I don't know. But I. I, I mean, it's the really. Frogger is sweeping. Yeah. The nation there. Yeah, right. I just think it's it's but so again, I even think this. Say if you were just a uh and again, I don't put nothing past the government, but say you were a uh you worked in this facility, you were a janitor at Area fifty one and you have cancer and you have nothing to lose. You know, you could sit there and sell your story that you saw something 
to some rinky-dink news outlet that could just, especially with the, now with social media and everything, and just blast it out. You don't think that there's someone out there that's looking for something like that? I'm going to tell you right or now. Or do you think that the government is controlling that? Government's controlling it. I'm going to tell you why. One, they fear no one's going to believe them and call them crazy. Two, they fear their lives or they fear their families' lives. I mean, you, you're you're on here almost every week saying how the, the, the Clintons are killing people because they don't want, uh, you know, anyone from the Jeffrey Epstein thing, you know, knowing about, like, everything going on there with, like, the, the you know, sex trade and all that stuff like that. You don't think there's people out there, like, saying, hey, shut the fuck up or, you know, you'll never see your family again. But even, like, in this day of technology, like, a camcorder or a phone, like, I mean, I know when, with my job, I have a small, it's, it's, it's it looks like a pen, but it's actually a camera. Mm-hmm. Granted, they may, you know, test them as they come in or, you know, wand them as they come in for anything. But you don't think someone could sneak in something? Say to their nephew, hey, hold on to this for 10 years and then, you know, send it to some news outlet somewhere. I, I mean, Could I, be. Just, I it, mean, it seems a little weird that no one, that no, you hear of abductions, but you don't hear anyone who's ever worked in this field of the military, defense, anything like that. Fear. even just going to another country. Yeah, fear is a big, fear is a big motivator there, man. But like, I know I'm dying. I got fucking pancreatic cancer. I'm, I know I'm, I'm a goner. I got stage four pancreatic cancer. I'm not living. You know, I, I'm in the, uh, I'm a janitor at Area 51. You don't think I could sell, take a video of it and give it to an Argentinian news outlet and they're going to blast throughout the world? You don't think they checked people coming in? You can't even get within 200 yards of Area 51. There's no way. I just don't believe they're so protective of Area 51 that I I don't think they'd be sloppy like that. Or do you even think Area 50? I I think Area 51 is just a, a placebo for it. I don't think anything's there. Might not be, but it's a military base and it's it's definitely there. There's signs yeah. and there's like trespassers will be shot kind of thing. There's I mean. I've uh, if you go on YouTube, you can see some people who like try to like get close to it and they get stopped. Uh, now it's a military base. Obviously, they're gonna it could be any military base they're going to. It might not be. You might be right. It could be in Area Thirty Three and somewhere in Pennsylvania. Absolutely. And that, if that that'd probably be smart. You could take all that attention away from. The Pennsylvania one and put it all on the Nevada one, you know. Like smoking mirrors. Exactly. So it could be you could be right. I, I who I don't know and who knows, you know. These are just uh, it's just all theories right now. But um, let's let's move on from this, um, and uh, let's take a walk into the cemetery, shall we? Yeah, I wish this person would have gotten abducted by oh, an alien. Fuck. Well, who's to say she wasn't? Uh, Sinead O'Connor has passed away. Uh, I believe she was what fifty six. She was in her fifties. Yeah. Uh, they didn't say how she passed. Uh, I bet 
almost anything, it was definitely suicide because she's had a lot of mental health issues. And if they don't say how she passed away right away, nine times out of ten, it's suicide. So we'll probably find suicide that out. Drug overdose. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I, I'm she, leaning more towards, su- or maybe it was a suicide via drug overdose because her son actually died. It was either a year ago to the day or 18 months to the day. It was, it was like an anniversary of his death, and he yeah. died that day. Oh, really? Okay, I didn't know it was yes. the day. Wow. All right. Well, it could have been. Um, she hasn't really been in the spotlight since the 90s. Uh, She's pretty much most famous for ripping the picture of the Pope on Saturday Night Live in 1992. Uh, she did a uh, cover of Bob Marley's War, and she was really kind of protesting um, the Catholic Church and all the sex scandal going on back then. Well, to this day, it's still going on, I guess. Um, and she really kind of... That really sort of hindered her career here in the States. She's never really recovered from that. Um, she was pretty much a, um, a, uh, like an activist artist. Um, it, it's, uh, you know, it, it's, it, this is, this is, this is like a touchy thing. It, it really, it, it's, it's sad if, if someone is going through all that and has to take their own life. Um, I never really got into her music. I know you were a big fan uh, so, yeah, if you, oh, yeah. so if you so <laughs> if you want to have say a few words about Sinead, uh now's the time. Uh, I just like I said, it, it, with the Pope thing, and I I don't know if I've ever heard her song. I don't even I. I you never heard of nothing compares to you. Nope. I find that very hard to believe. I think everyone's heard if, that song. If I may have heard it, I didn't know it was her. But if I if, it, if I was ever listening in the radio and her song come, would come on, I would turn it off. If they said, oh, we're playing Sinead O'Connor, click off. I Not a bad ever song. Since I was a, ever since I was a little kid, I, I, I hated her. Yeah, and I... I want her big bald head. Yeah, and I, I was never a fan of her either. But, I, I, you know, like... She shouldn't have ripped the picture of the Pope. Uh... I disagree with that, but what she was kind of like standing up against was these priests and nuns and whoever who were molesting children. Um, So I kind of, I don't want to say respect, I don't want to say I respect it, but I understand it. Um, And it's it's funny because at the time, a lot of us kind of turned our heads to it. Um, and I think if it happened now, I think it'd be, she'd be, uh, celebrated for it. Colin Kaepernick about it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I, I do, because it is, I mean, you were just talking last week about, um, Sounds of Justice, is that what it's called? The movie? Yes. Um, which is almost, is dealing with it, not in the same path, but the same vicinity. And... It just goes to show you this has been an issue that's been going on for a very, very long time. Um, whether it's in the Catholic Church, whether it's Hollywood, wherever, it's a it's a big deal, and it's it's sad that it's still it's happening, and it feels like it's kind of grown since then, and now it's just like all over the place. And yeah, it's really me, disgusting. I, I'm totally for the message, right, of stopping child abuse. I don't like the way she went about it. 
Mm. Again, i.e., Colin Kaepernick. I wouldn't have really had a problem with Colin Kaepernick if he didn't take a knee. If he sat there and said, you know what, there's injustice, and he could explain it, and he could show valid, valid points of it, I can, I can, I can jump on board with that. Yeah. Yeah. When you have, and, and that's what we've turned into, and I'm sorry, but it, where it's kind of gotten blown up is the 60s. You know, there was, there was a protest, there was anarchists back in the day, Sacco and Vanzetti, all, like, from way back, from whenever, you know, um, but it seemed like from the 60s on, in the past 60 years, 70 years, it's just been, how do we get it out and almost exploit it to a point where it's sensationalized? Mm-hmm. You know, it's got to be it's got to be a bombastic way of doing it instead of just trying to really change the the narrative. It's it's more of a shock value, right? It's it's more shock campaigns than it is actual boots on the ground to make change, and that's mm-hmm. what. And I'm not a big fan of that. You know, am I against abortion? Yes. Do I think blowing up an abortion clinic is a smart way of doing it? No. I think that there's other more positive ways of doing it saying to you know people hey listen there's families that can't have children there's families that want children let's do it that way you know i'm just to me i i don't like i don't like i never liked her because of the message that she portrayed publicly and Mm -hmm. i don't like when they make a public figure the public enemy number one of the of the situation if you will Right. You know, it was the Pope. It was Donald Trump. It was, you know, it was whoever was the the bad guy. And again, is Jeffrey Epstein a monster? Yes, but I don't want to see him as the um, human trafficking uh, poster boy. Pablo Escobar. I don't want to see him as the drug kingpin poster boy. Mm-hmm. There's many more people. There's millions of other people that are in this game. Let's focus in on rooting that out. Mm-hmm. That that's my my take on it, and why I hated her for so long. Right. I, I and I agree with you. I I think it, it's uh, how she went about it was not the right way, um, but the message itself was uh, sincere. And uh, like I said, I agree. So. Uh, so she's uh, so she is gone. Rest in peace. Um, and uh, moving on, uh, someone who almost made the cemetery but kicked out it too. Uh, LeBron James's son. Uh, he yeah. what, what was his, activist, if you will. What was his name? Brownie, I think. Brownie James? <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was not Brownie James. <laughs> Don't. Yes, well, it wasn't Whitey James. <laughs> oh boy. Hold on, <laughs> Bronny, Bronny James, Bronny, J- Bronny James. Yeah, Bronny James. Uh, he had a uh, he had a cardiac arrest. Eighteen um, year old. Eighteen. Now. Yeah. I'm looking at this kid. He's in the, he's in a hell of a lot of shape. I mean, now this could it could be he could have some kind of heart issue. I don't know, but that's it's a little unheard of. Come on, when you think about it, one my 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 
my kids are now getting into a high school where they are one is going in the high school one is going in the seventh grade and when they have to go to play they, they're going to be on the swim team this year they have to go get a physical mm-hmm. so in seventh grade if you will and we're talking about lebron james's son so this is a guy that's been i'm sure he had a you know a dietitian he had all anything and everything to make him a star you know, it's not like he was just some kid who played street ball in the city. This is a, a world-class athlete's son. He had the best of everything. Right. He went into college. They're going to test you in college. They're, you know, it, it's kind of probably like going, and again, I don't know, I'm, I was never an NCAA athlete, but I'm assuming like the military, they're going to be testing you for everything. If they see that you have an enlarged heart, they're not going to take a gamble on putting you out on the court. So anything with his heart, I don't see it that way. Again, call me a conspiracy theorist, but LeBron was a huge jab guy, and I'm sure that was he? Brownie got his uh, he got the jab too. It just seems again, we played when we were in high school. Did you hear anyone, even in our section, section nine, or in even New York State, in rare occasions? One in maybe the four years that we were in high school, one kid in the entire state died of anything health-related playing sports. I, I don't remember. Other than like you know, say a uh, you know like a a football collision where like you know they they died from a, a traumatic head injury or, or spinal mm-hmm. injury, something like that. You never heard about this. You know, maybe heat exhaustion. But again, that was. That was a, a factor in them dying. It wasn't because of them having a bad heart. It just, it seems a little too peculiar that all these young athletes, you know, you look at NCAA athletes, they are prime physical specimens. Right. I can't see that, that, that them having, him dropping on a heart attack. It just seems, it seems extremely weird. A little bit, and I'm kind of. I was just looking up while you were talking. Like, have you heard where he was? Was he on, was he on the court practicing? Was he running? Do you know like when this heart attack took place? I think it was like at USC. Cause that's where he was going to school. Okay, so but was he was what was he doing when this happened? Is what I'm asking. I'm assuming probably practicing. That, I'm that's assuming. what I was assuming. It's not like he was. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, who, maybe he might have. I mean, he is 18. Yeah, right. He, you're right. He's, he's. I'm sure he's had physicals, but I mean, shit pops up. Uh, who knows if he has any heart conditions? I don't know. But it, you're right. It, it is a little weird that he's 18, 18, and you're pretty much like not even at your peak. Uh, uh, physical attributes aren't at their peak yet. Um. So I don't I don't know I I, th- I think I mean I'm glad I'm glad he's okay like I don't want to see anyone die uh, no. and I, I don't like I'm not a LeBron James fan by any means but it, it's you know that's it's a scary thing for him and his family uh, so luckily he, he was discharged today or uh, Thursday so uh, he, he's he's all right but uh it's a little it's a little odd Um but again, even with this, like you look at uh, Demar Demar Hamlin, I believe it was uh, the Bills' safety that that yes. ended up going in the cardiac arrest on mm-hmm. the field. You know, Michael Strahan interviewed him, and 
you know, like he didn't want to give an answer. Is this kid going to give a, 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 I'm assuming that the media is going to question him. I mean, one, it's LeBron James's son. They're going to be questioning him. Mm-hmm. Whether it be the school newspaper or, you know, NBC News, someone's going to be interviewing this kid. What is his answer going to be? And again, how truthful is it? You know, it just, it, Time like I tell. said, when it was, when it was uh, Hamlin, he like refused to answer. Like he literally, there, there was like a five second pause in the interview where he, you know, where Strahan said like, what do you think caused this? And there was just silence. You know, and he's like, I don't want to talk about it. It just. Oh really? I missed that. I missed that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So is he, is so, he, is he playing this upcoming season? I don't know if he's playing. I, I wouldn't. <laughs> I, I, def- I, would I take, take a my, year off. I would take my money and I would run. I would. I'm with you because who's maybe the next hit will fucking kill you. Yeah. You know. To me, I would go back as a coach. You know, mm-hmm. like coach and announcer. You know, anything. I would just stay away from getting hit. Yeah, that's that's probably what the. the, the I'm sure the Bills will kind of uh, offer him like some kind of like. Uh, yeah, like you said, like maybe like a. Bench, a, like a bench coach you know, or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. But again, you, it, I do find it a little weird that you like you see more of it in like soccer players, but they're running all the time. It seems like a lot. Like you don't hear a lot of pro athletes. You hear a lot of college athletes. But again, a lot of colleges had you know to come back to school. You got to get the you know you got to get the stick. So mm. I, I just I I. I I thank the Lord every day that I had the uh, the gumption to just sit there and, and pretty much tell everyone and anything about this to piss off. You know, yeah. I just I, I I'm just happy I never got it. Oh, so uh, all right, we'll move on. Uh, let's talk about uh, your favorite subject, uh, Hunter Biden. Uh, Hunter Biden's le- this is from Axios.com. Hunter Biden's legal team was angry and dejected late Wednesday after a plea deal to help the president's son avoid prison blew up in a chaotic three-hour court hearing. Now I don't know enough about this because I don't really pay attention to this shit. So, you know, floor's yours. Um, I'll just sit back and, and listen. You're reading this from, and again, you're reading it from Axios. It, I just clicked. A, I, I just clicked the first link that I saw, Tom. Yes. <laughs> I don't really. <laughs> and, but again, how you read it, like you know, th- their team. Uh, the first line just tells you everything you need to know. They are a left-leaning site. They, you know, they, I'm sure <laughs> okay. that they are pissed off beyond belief. But essentially, what it was, the plea deal was um, on the tax evasion thing. But I guess they're not. The judge kind of sat there, from what I've been hearing. And again, I was, I was. Uh, um, work today, so I didn't really get to, uh, I didn't really get to dive deep into this. But from what I'm hearing from, like, just overhearing the news, the judge is like, "This is still an open investigation. Like, you're you're giving a plea deal for everything. Like, even shit like that hasn't been brought out yet. You're trying to just whitewash this entire thing to get him nothing. They're like, there's still the." Uh, where he falsified business records with a gun, which is a felony. There, there's a ton of stuff, and the judge is like, you got to pump the brakes on this. Like, we're still, again, that'd be like me investigating a um, a rape, but how did the guy get into the house to do it? I'm not, like, they're not worried about the burglary. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That They're trying to put and cover everything on the rape, not the burglary part of it. So, like, they're, 
there's a lot more going on here and and this is this is not good for them i think this is gonna especially i think they wanted to get this done kind of before the real political season starts that's why i mean you think about this this case got brought out two months ago maybe Mm -hmm. and he was already given a plea deal trump who got charged his court case isn't until like I think May of 24, which will be when, right when mm-hmm. you know everything's going like where he's going to have to miss uh, you know speaking engagements and things like that. It it, it just it, people wait, wait, wait. don't see this. It's it's next year. Yeah, his court case I believe was going to be scheduled for May of 24. Jesus, it's July. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, well, you might be on to something with that. Yeah. Like I said, they were trying to, they were trying to button this thing up with Hunter and get it just taken care of. But Joe didn't have to, at the, at a debate, you know, Hunter's case is done. What can, what, Trump can bring it up, but it's in the past. There's no double jeopardy. There's nothing that can be, you know, appealed on the aspect. If he pleads guilty, the case is done. They mm-hmm. can't appeal to convict him again, right? Double jeopardy. But with Trump, it's still an open case. Joe could sit there and talk about it all day long during this thing, and then Trump would probably have to, you know, not answer or recuse himself because of the legal proceedings. But you're putting it out into the space that yes, he's a criminal. He's got a court case. It makes it mu- look much on paper it may, or in the air in the court of public opinion. It makes it look a lot worse, right? So, I mean, and again, I know you you don't listen to him, but I, I every time I mow the lawn, he's he's my go-to podcast. But Bongino, he talks about just getting rid of any any government entity that's got you know initials, um, the FBI, the CIA. All, like there needs to be a whitewash on it because justice has now become politicized, and it's. It, it's there's no equal lever of uh, justice here. It is just it, it's totally off the rails, right? And they really, you know, where you have to sit there and take an oath to protect, you know, it, me, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. There's none of that anymore when it comes to these federal entities. The, the, you know, them going to, you know, uh, someone who protests an abortion clinic. You know, just standing out there with a picket sign. The FBI is coming to their house to investigate them, but they're doing nothing with the uh, all the cities burning a few summers ago, the uh, the bombing at the Capitol building. None of that's even brought up. The coke in the you know, uh, how are you telling me that a bag of coke in the White House? Who cares? I mean, honestly, it's it it's minor shit. We all know who it was, but at the end of the day, with all the cameras that are in the White House, how could you tell me you couldn't find out who it was? Whether it was an intern, whether it was a, a guest walking through there, or whether it was Hunter, there's got to be some. There's got to be a picture of it, someone dropping this. Don't tell me that. I mean, you you probably can't pass a silent fart in there without someone knowing. <laughs> I mean, I just I find I don't trust anything with the government now. I just it's just it's just even wow. if even like and I hate to say it but if a cop ever came to my house to question me I'd be like you got a warrant like I'm not talking to you at all 
Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I want my lawyer. Like, I, and I'm saying that as a cop, like, because I just, I feel everything is just so tainted and ass backwards. I don't trust anything. Well, that pretty much brings us full circle to, to what we were talking about earlier, pretty much, is that the government hides shit. You know? Uh, whether it's aliens or Hunter Biden's laptop, right? Yep, absolutely. I don't trust shit. Well, do you trust a bunch of bunnies in a, in a Florida village? <laughs> I, I would move there in a heartbeat. Well, this is okay. your... In, this is your... Again, this is back-to-back Tom subjects. You're, you're a big bunny dude, so... Go, go yes, for it. There is a there is a town in Florida. Um, Florida, New York, right? Or Florida, the state? Nope, Florida, the state. Okay. Wilton's Manor. I'm not sure where it is. Um, but a woman had like a hundred bunnies in her house. I don't know if she was a breeder or whatnot, but she ended up letting them go. I assume a breeder. <laughs> yeah, I'm assuming. Or, or she was like a cat lady of bunnies. <laughs> but she, uh, I don't know if she moved, she died, she just let them out. But there's now a, a neighborhood in this town, city, village, or whatever it is in Florida. And there are just domesticated bunnies running wild throughout the streets. That is awesome. It is. I, I would move there in a hot minute. A hot Florida minute. And you got to think, those things breed like crazy. So by September, there's going to be like 200 bunnies there. Um... Yes and no. Uh, most domesticated bunnies um, get fixed. Mm. Um, just so you know, and uh, dropping a little bit of uh, knowledge here, uh, with female bunnies, they have a very high probability of getting ovarian cancer. Oh, boy. So you, you, you get them fixed so that you're taking that element of cancer out of their their life cycle, if you will. Okay. We had both of our bunnies. Even though we have two females, we have them both affixed just because of precautions with that. But my... Kind of like getting mastectomy, whatever it is, where you cut off your boobs yeah. so you don't get breast cancer. Gotcha. But let, let, let's, be, let's, be, let's be real here. If she had 100 bunnies, there's no fucking way she kept up with that. Probably not. Okay. Which makes me want to move there even more because now there'll be 200 bunnies. That's, what, my, that's what I'm saying. You're never, I mean, you're never going to stop it. <laughs> no, they, they should just put up a wall. Like They should put a dome around this place and just make it a tourist attraction. I would go there before I'd go to Disney. Now, can can wild bunnies attack? Oh, my, I have a scar on my foot from our bunny. <laughs> you know, they, they will nip. They will nip, and uh, our older bunny... They, her and the other bunny, when we were trying to bond them, ended up getting into a little bit of a scuffle. Mm-hmm. And not thinking, I kind of put my foot out to like separate them, and she just bit, and I now have a permanent scar on my ankle from her. <laughs> but yeah, they, animals they, they don't like attack. you. They, they, <laughs> they will, they will attack. The little one does not like being picked up. So if you pick her up, she will scratch the living hell out of you. And they have, like, little razor nails. Oh, sounds like you have some domesticated animals there, Tom. Yes. But, uh, no, we, we, speaking of that, we actually, uh, we've turned into the weird people. And we, we got a, uh, a pet stroller. It's 
it was sold for small dogs, but we now put the bunny in it. And my wife actually took her out on, uh, took Bugsy, our older bunny, out on a uh, maiden voyage today to her job. So she she put her in the uh, the carriage and walked her around her uh, her job. How cute! Yes, there's there's actually video up on on my personal uh, thing. So I'm not sure if you saw. I it. Uh, I I don't know if you posted it or your wife posted it. Uh, or, or one of your daughters. I, I, I follow all of you. Yes. <laughs> so it, I did see something to that effect today, and I thought, how yes. cute. Yes. It, it's adorable. It is. I, I've turned into a mush. Are, are you, did you push the uh, the stroller at all with the bunny in it? No, I was I was at work. Oh. But I would. I would. Uh, my plan is to... Uh, actually take them out for walks when me and the wife go out for walks in the afternoon to take her not right now it's a little too warm but maybe around the september fall time we, we will take her out for walks oh very nice yes very so it'll, people will be pulling up going oh let me see your baby and it will be a bunny that's a <laughs> we're gonna shock some people well take some video and post it post it on our, on our instagram that you haven't posted to in a long time yes I, I will be uh, hopefully getting back into that. Yeah. I, I'm starting to normalize with this whole retirement, you know, thing mm-hmm. going on. So I got to I'm getting back in the game here. Good for you. And, uh, well, speaking of which, you can follow us on Twitter, Bullring PC, Instagram, Bullring PC, Facebook under Joe Tom, or Facebook under Bull in the Ring. Uh, you can find us on Podbean, Podcoin, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Music. Hit the subscribe button and rate and review us. Uh, usually, I, I say, do you have anything to add? But, I'll, but hold on one second. Is that uh, next week we won't be here? I will be on one of my many vacations to the uh, the shore of Jersey. Yes. So no new no new bulls in the ring next week. Now you go to what Wildwood? Well, no. So this uh, so this trip will be with the uh, my my crew. Uh, and we uh, we we put down our uh, our roots in Lavalette. Okay. So if you see me on the beach wearing a speedo, come up and say hi. I'll be there taking photos. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, anything you like to add before we go? Um, if you see a big green uh, alien, tell me so I can run. Or take a picture and prove yeah. that it's real. Oh, uh, all right. Well, oh, and, uh, fuck Sinead O'Connor. Hopefully, she's <laughs> rotten in hell. Oh boy. Uh, that note, I am Joe. I am Tom. And we'll see you next oh, time. Sinead O'Connor. <laughs> and we'll see you next time right here on Bulls in the Ring. I'm just telling lies.